Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Beautiful day out there. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Today's election day. We'll see what happens. It's also Becky's birthday. Happy birthday, dear. And... Also, I want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Bloke Games. Bloke Games, home of the Survive This rule set, which is very versatile, very concise, and very easy and fun to use. It reminds me a little of a little of BX, a little of something else. I don't know, but it is a lot of fun. You can play zombies. You can play. Preteen kids in horror situations. You can play low to mid-level superheroes and maybe even a few a few four-color heroes too. And even fantasy, among other things. And it's been out there. Eric Bloat does a great job writing these things. He just, he's doing a Kickstarter. I think he just finished Kickstarter for Dark Places and Demogorgons. That's their... The pretty much Stranger Things type type game. And that's been out for a while, but he just did a 5th edition version. So you might want to check it out. Anyway, go ahead and check it out at blokegames.squarespace.com. You won't regret it. So, today I'm all about the prep again. And that's because I've been, again, I'm, I'm swear to God, I'm a YouTube whore. I don't know if that's the right term for it. More like a a YouTube addict, okay. And it has to do with gaming and YouTube. I usually watch it, except for stuff I don't like, you know, like Pathfinder or something like that. Or live play. For some reason, I don't I don't really like actual plays, live plays. Uh, I don't know why. It just They just get kind of tedious. I mean, I've done a few, but I don't really... I've done a few on the podcast, but I don't really listen to them or watch them on YouTube. But I was over on the Dungeon Craft channel the other day and listened to Professor Dungeon Master talk about how to tell the story and how to keep the... It's basically a story story techniques to keep the pace going and keep it from getting bogged down. Now, a lot of this revolves around... And I'm going to put my own spin on it, but a lot of this revolves around things like box text in a module or something, or just talking too much, the the GM talking too much. But then again, there's this problem of GM talking too little. So his he makes some good points. We call moving the camera, which to me is basically, it's editing the story on the fly. And what you're doing is you're not giving them like, oh, reams and reams of like, this is what the room looks like. This is the this, the this. And, you know, just get them into the action right away. You know what I'm saying? And he came up with a great idea of giving them a few choices. I mean, you're not railroading. You're not railroading, but you're doing stuff like you describe the scene and you have the plot in front of you, the the story framework in front of you and what you're doing is basically telling the characters where to go i mean not 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 forcing them to go stuff but if 
if they're already got an idea of what they want to do, you try you, you at that point you become an expediter. If they know what they want to do and and how, what they want to accomplish, your job is to expedite expedite them to the first stop in that adventure to get them there or the next stop. If they've answered an ad to find a missing gem, you say something like, okay, the person who gave you this assignment gave you a contact to get a little more information. So after much searching, no roles necessary here, after much searching, you find this person and he says, I don't want to talk here in the street. Let's go over to this tavern over here and talk. He sits you down in the tavern and says, okay, this is the situation. Here is a map. Here is, I point, points to the location where he's last seen it. And, you know, you could do some role playing in here too, if you want. You know, he's not going to, they're not always that forthcoming, but the point is you're expediting the story. What you're doing is saying, okay, they gave you this assignment for the gym. This guy is here. He says, okay, let's back it up a bit here. You meet the contact. He takes this. I don't want to talk in the street. Let's go to this tavern. He sits you down in the tavern. He says, now, here's the gym is in the rolling mountains over there, but it's at a certain space in the rolling mountain near a dwarven mine. Now, I can draw you a map of the mine or I can send you to this other, this dwarf friend I know who has more extensive information about it. And then that gives them a choice. Do you want the map? Do you want the information? Maybe you want both. You'd role play for it. That point, you're, the story is on its way. It's, it's going. So just remember that every time. You don't have to sit there and describe everything that has nothing to do. Keep focus on the story. If you want to add some flavor or something like that, that's perfectly fine. But don't get bogged down in it. But at the same time, you don't, if you get the, if they have this assignment to recover this gem and the guy, and the, the patron says, okay, you're going to have to go to this town and see such and such, like, like I just talked about. So what you want to do, or should I say what you don't want to do is say, okay, you're in Dunderton. What do you do? Too little information. No. You expedite it to the person. Then you guys start role-playing. That's, that's how you do it. You're not railroading them. You're just describing what happened. You can do that with anything. And like I said, you're not leading them around. You're just giving them choices. Then their choices tell you where they go next. And you can either... Do it like I just told you, or you can role play it out if there's a journey involved, etc., etc. But that's the whole point. Keep in mind what's going on and where they're going and all that. And that's how you keep the story going without making it feel like you're forcing them into something. Always leave it up to the, always, always end it with a choice. And not what do you do? It's always going to be choice, choice, or choice, what do you do? Never leave them with you. Plunk them down in an area. What do you do? 
Well, okay, if they're in the middle of the forest, you can say, okay, there's a there's an owlbear coming towards you, and over here is a lake, and over here is the hut. There's the hut of a woodchop. There's a there's a small there's a small log cabin over here. What do you do? That just gives them three choices right there. Fight the owlbear, avoid the owlbear. Go to the lake, look around, see what you can find, or go talk to the guy in the cabin. You know, it's not rocket science. You don't have to, you just tell them, just give them the choices. That's the whole thing. It's The, the, the role-playing game is a lot about choices. And you got to remember that. And so that's how you pretty much, that's a part of the pacing. That's how you expedite the story. I mean, you can always drag it back and let them role play. You can always let them role play, but but don't let the this is this is a way to not have the story drag. So anyway, you guys take that for what it's worth. I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail dot com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, and Michael. Thank you, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast, Young Grognard. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.